Hey, 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 welcome to the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. I am your host, Rolinda, and I am here as your coach, your spiritual advisor, to guide you through your healing while dropping some spiritual wisdom Jesus nuggets. The Psalms of My Emotions comes from my testimony of overcoming emotional turmoil that ultimately led me to my purpose. And my prayers for this podcast is that it will lead you all that are listening to your purpose while gaining the tools in the podcast for your healing. Let us hop right into another episode and let the healing begin. let's go ahead and get started. I'm going to do the intro. Welcome, welcome, welcome to um, the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. It is live and it also um, does get uploaded later for audio. I am um, the Psalms of My Emotions podcast is available on, I would say, all of the favorite, um, your favorite medium, wherever you listen to podcasts, the Psalms of My Emotions is probably on there. So just um, search for the podcast at the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. And then for Instagram, it is also in the bio. Just click it. And just while I'm here, I just wanted to add on as well that you can also become a um, supporter of the podcast, right? By just, um, you know, I call it the mentorship. You know, I just don't want you know, I just wanted to add onto the support, right? You're not paying for mentorship, but it's just adding on to it, right? Um, it's very, very affordable, very low for you to just support the podcast. Um, just add on to it, you know, so because there's a lot of plans that I have <clears throat> for this podcast and to teach classes and everything. So that was just definitely support in those ventures and in those efforts. And then also you will get some wisdom nuggets, right? You'll get some videos, um, you know, just get invited to the prayer corner, you know, live prayer corner. Um, I, I haven't started that yet, but trust me, you will not want regret supporting the podcast through the mentorship corner. And that is also, the link is also available on um, in my Instagram bio, um, but if you follow, if you are a podcast, uh, Apple podcast user, look, I had y'all Apple heads in man, I'm an Android user, but um, Apple, you can um, follow the podcast, but then there's also a way for you to subscribe. So I'm very excited about that. So um, if this is your first time joining in on the Psalms of My Emotions podcast, um, this is Emotion Monday. E, it stands for electronic motion. So it's definitely a play on words. Um, God allowed me to do this. Look, I don't do nothing that God don't want me to do, right? Because, <laughs> you know, um, it looks easy when someone does it, pushing live and going live and talking, right? Um, but it's not it's not an easy thing, right? You know, you have to have the strength and the courage of the Lord, you know, too. And also something to say, Right. So it's not easy all the time. And I thank God, and I'm just going to put a pin here. I thank God that 
um, out of the maybe couple years that I've done this, I have yet to repeat a title, right? I have yet to repeat a title. So I'm so excited. You know, it's always these different topics that he gives me. So I'm excited about that. But um, anyways, he's given me, um, you know, the go ahead to do this, to get on live. And he said, just sit here and let me speak. So um, a lot of things that I do share, it is upliftment. It's encouraging. It can, it definitely can be convicting, you know, and I don't apologize for it. I stand strongly and firmly on the Lord. And, and, and listen, y'all not the only ones getting whooped. I'm getting whooped with these nuggets <laughs> that he gives me. So I'm not just throwing out whoopings and taking names, right? I'm, I'm getting whooped as well, you know, and the beautiful part of it is, is that this is all from my testimony, right? The Psalms of my emotions, all that I've been through, all that I felt, all of my dealings with God, right? I'm just, he gave me the ability to communicate it, you know, to you guys. He's given me the ability to communicate it where you can feel it, where you can hit your heart, where it matters the most, right? Because, you know, dealing with God and everything, it's a heart thing, right? You have to believe in your heart, you know, even to get saved, you, you just have to believe in your heart, right? So um, before I prolong this any longer, we're going to go ahead and get into it. You guys know the hashtag Instagram. You don't know the hashtag because I've been hiding from y'all and I've been advertising for y'all. But, um, you know, for those that are watching the replay, the hashtag is let the healing begin. So we're going to go ahead and get started with this topic. Um, it is called hunger pains, hunger pains, hunger pains, hunger pains, hunger pains. And you guys know I'm about to go through all of the definitions, all of what that means, um, experiencing hunger pains, right? And you guys know every time I put a title up or entitle anything that I'm doing, it's always a twist, right? It's always a twist on words. You guys look at the topic. It's definitely not as it appears, right? <laughs> it's not as it appears. There's always something to it, right? It's a twist. It's always a twist you know, to um, what God gives me. But um, he was just basically um, saying about, you know, about my people, they're, they're hungry and they're not able to identify, you know, um, why they're so hungry, why they continue to be hungry, right? Like, what's the reason? Like, I'm hungry. I think I know what to eat. And then I eat something and then it's not fulfilling, right? And, you know, um, again, I'm talking about spiritually. So, so you guys know I'm a definition person. I got to get through these definitions, but also just to give you guys a background before I get started into this. So um, I just celebrated my 42nd birthday, okay? Like I'm not one that does not tell the age, you know, I'm not scared of telling my age. It's like, my thing is, you know, God has given us the gift to live this life, right? As long as we can live it on this earth. And I'm not afraid. I'm not embarrassed, ashamed to say how, you know, I say years of wisdom I have gained, right? So on my 42nd birthday, you know, I don't know if you guys heard of this. Um, um, one of the elders um, that I, um, you know, um, respect she told me you know you know on, on your birthday you're supposed to read however old you are to the number of psalm right psalm in the bible so i'm like okay i'm gonna read the 42nd psalm and just to get started really quick 
the 42nd Psalm, I'm going to read it because that's one thing I didn't write down. You know, it's very powerful and it kind of segued into, you know, what we're talking about. So I'm like, okay, after I read the 42nd Psalm, I'm like, okay, God, you know, is this what my year is going to be, right? Like you're going to quench my desire for you. You know, I'm going to experience more of you because I desire you that much, right? So we're going to go ahead and I'm not going to read the whole thing, of course, but let's see, 42nd Psalm. So it says, it's, and it's very uh, familiar passage of scripture. As the deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. I thirst for God, the living God. When can I go and stand before him? Day and night, I have only tears. I Day and night, I have only tears for food. While my enemies continually taunt me, saying, where is this God of yours? My heart is breaking as I remember how it used to be. I walked among the crowds of worshipers, leading a great procession to the house of God, singing for joy and giving thanks amid the sound of a great celebration. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my savior and my God. So I don't even know. I don't like NLT with this one. I think I like King James Version uh, with this one. So as the heart panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth, thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night while they continually say unto me, where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise with the multitude that kept holy day. So, you know, I just thought about that. It's just that, you know, when you think about how, you know, a deer panthers after the water and, you know, you know, guys, I'm not talking about hunger. So it's not necessarily food. It's just, you know, I'm talking about hunger in a hunger sense of it could be food or water. So, you know, just you being in that desperate state of hunger and we're going to get in that definition because when I read it, it really kind of gave me another revelation. So when you have that hunger, that means your body is weak and then you're able to identify what, you know, at this point, what you need, because now it's like, I need the bare necessities. I didn't know this was a necessity until I got to the state of hunger, right? So hunger by definition is a feeling of discomfort or weakness caused by lack of food coupled with the desire to eat, you know, and I would just even then desire to eat and drink, right? <laughs> so I'm gonna read it again, a feeling of discomfort or weakness caused by lack of food coupled with the desire to eat. So you just have to think about it. Like I told you guys, I'm talking about something spiritually, right? So when you spiritually lack something in the spirit, you know, you only know that you've reached kind of like a bottom space because now you're having this discomfort and this weakness, right? We don't want to feel like that. You guys think about times where you've been hungry and you think about how weak you get, right? And then you, you kind of transition into this place of be, being hangry, right? You're being hungry and you're angry. You're angry because, you're, you know, you're hungry. You're in this space of frustration because I, I just can't get no food, right? I'm hungry. So you, it, this is all going to tie in in a minute. You guys know I have to to chip away at some things and kind of 
um, put some basic definition right to some things. So like I said, hunger by definition is a feeling of discomfort or weakness caused by lack of food coupled with the desire to eat. So, you know, my thing is, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, you know, um, that God was pointing out to me and, and wanted to do this message is that, like I said, there are a lot of people that are hungry, right? There are a lot of people experiencing feeling of discomfort or weakness, but at the same time, still eating the wrong things, still exposing themselves to the wrong things, thinking, okay, well, this is it. And it may not necessarily be healthy, right? So, um, you know, on the other part, I want to put with that definition, it's um, hunger is an uneasy feeling or weakened condition resulting from lack of food. You got, see, look, I'm warming up. You guys know where I'm going. <laughs> you guys know where I'm going, right? You know, you know, God is the, um, you know, Jesus is the bread of life, right? So, you know, let's say you're a Christian, right? Or, or not, right? I, and I went through this experience when I was um, in this space with God. Like I said, you know, I'm telling you guys, like I said, I'm not talking from a place that I don't know. I'm not, like I said, giving whoopings <laughs> and taking names. I've been in that place where, like I said, I've been in church um, from little to 11. And then from 11 to 30, there really wasn't any um, church or anything. It wasn't really um, any interaction with God. It was me just kind of going and flowing through life. But I can remember in hindsight in that space, I was always wanting something. I was always hungry for something. And I would try to achieve something or maybe it's another job or maybe I need to um, get a degree in something. Maybe, but, or and I, I need to get married, right? That's my testimony, right? About just going through divorce and how that broke up, you know, that broken heart led me back to God, right? So these are things that I thought that, the reason why my body was in a state of discomfort and weak, right? I'm thinking I needed these worldly things. I needed these things, right? Yep, life unfulfilled. Yeah, it, I was just so empty. And, you know, um, shameless plug. I do have a book <laughs> called The Songs of My Emotions. Um, it's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Uh, <laughs> but um, it talks about that, like, you know, how I just was just so empty and i would try to go after these things that i felt like would fulfill me like i said it could be another job it could be you know like i said marriage i just thought marriage was the end all be all right like if i get married everything in the world will be hunky-dory right so that's why i speak from a testimony of marriage and i love talking about um, um being at such an advocate of being single you know the singleness right you know, like taking advantage of that time of being single, right? Take advantage of that season because it, it, listen, it is the most precious time that you would ever have, right? <laughs> and unfortunately, it took me to get married and then divorce, you know, and then still going through my stuff because I still was thinking that was still, you know, well, maybe that was the wrong person, right? Maybe I just need somebody you know, maybe it, was, it needed to be another person. Still wasn't getting it. And then after I dealt with a couple people after my divorce, it just don't, don't like this ain't it. 
I just got to see what God wants me to do in my singleness, right? In in this single state, which I always say, you know, single and being single is the foundation, right? One is a powerful number. You have to have, you are the foundation and whatever you built on yourself all depends on what you do in this season, right? How you build and how you strengthen this season. But nobody wants to hear it. Like I said, unfortunately, you know, I had to go through that being married and being divorced to come to that. But anyone that has never experienced that realm, experienced that ministry, you know, unfortunately, you know, our flesh is just built with just like, well, that ain't going to happen to me. Let me try it. Maybe you didn't do it right. <laughs> right. They just feel like you didn't do it right. You know, but that's that was you. That was your marriage. That's what happened to you. But no, I didn't even take from the, like I said, I got over the wrong person or person that I rushed to get married to. But the thing is, I was neglecting myself, right? And so, like I said, I was wandering around and just was hungry, just, you know, and it really wasn't even hunger, hunger, which I'm getting to that. It was a craving, right? It was a craving. And I believe spiritually, we have a hard time defining between being hungry and craving and cravings will get us in trouble cravings you know by definition is a powerful desire for something it's an intense urgent or abnormal desire or longing that's the difference between the definition of hunger and craving see with craving it says it's an abnormal desire or longing right it's intense and it's urgent some of us could get that mistaken with being hungry we mistake our hungers with our cravings and we don't even know where those cravings come from right like you guys know if you have a craving for for food or whatever and really medically if you think about it cravings come from a, a deficiency and it may not be what you, you know, you could be craving chocolate or something. I should have did my research on it, but I know if you crave something bad, it just means like that you have a, or, or something that's really not healthy. You're, you're really hungry for a deficiency, like something that your body needs. So then the craving is a quick little pick me up, like, you know, sugar and desserts and cakes and stuff. And your body just probably need, like, even just sometimes even just, you just need to drink some water. Right. You need to take some um, you need to take um, take some um, eat some more fruit. You need to eat some more vegetables. Right. The, and, and it will come out in an unnatural sense because now, you, you know, you're craving this, but then you're not sitting back and thinking, why am I craving this? Right. Because the feeling is so intense. It's so it's like such a sense of urgency. We're going to pick and choose what's immediately there right so that means you're gonna pick up anything because this is what i'm craving right and because it's so intense we don't have time to think about it we don't have time to think about why we want something so bad right because we don't we were just thinking like i, I just need to have it i gotta have it and we have to watch that right you know and not food per se but some of us do <laughs> not food per se but just in your choices right you know um careers where you live what you buy you know, cars that you drive, you just have to um, separate, like, do I need this 
or have this become a, a, a strong, urgent desire, right? It's this abnormal, like, I don't have no money to pay for this, but I'm going to do what I got to do to get that. And they'll end up bankrupting you, bankrupting you, right? Cause you to just empty out your savings because you wanted it so bad. And then now you got to pay for it because what if something happens to the car, right? What if just something happens where, you know, you, you, you can't afford the payment for the month, right? Because we didn't look at it from a lens of a need, right? Or was it just a craving, right? So that was the other question that I had, you know, that you guys, you guys know, I always give you introspective um, things. Are we hungry or having a craving, right? So you have to think about, think about, you know, um, some of you may have did vision boards or um, wrote down things that, you know, you want in your life and um, you may be asking God for, you know, I just want to challenge you guys. See if is a, um, if is it something that, is in the will of God, like, are you hungry or are you just craving it, right? And ask questions. Listen, I'm all about asking questions. And, and that's what I tell people all the time. If you really, truly want to get closer to God and get his picture for your life, don't be afraid to ask questions, right? God loves it when we ask questions. He loves it. Because then he knows your heart is open and eventually I'm going to give you the answer, right? And I love it that God gives you the answer when you're prepared to receive the answer, right? And when you're prepared to have the answer, you know, you're you're in a space where, okay, I got to do something about this, right? So again, I want you guys to just put that in there, you know, as a question or maybe something you could bring about in your prayer time, you know, am I, are, am I hungry? Is this what I want God to do out of just hunger or is it a craving, right? So like I said, the problem might be, you know, we're mista we mistake cravings from being hungry, right? We don't understand like, do I need this or am I just wanting it because something is driving it, right? And most of the time with, with, with dry, what your cravings are driven by is by, you know, comparison is by people, right? It's by social media. You might have not have been thinking about half the stuff that you probably have on your list if you didn't see it on, on somebody or seen it on social media, right? Or seen a, a celebrity. It could be anybody. Like, how did you know you wanted that? And now you got to have it, right? You 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 uh, taking out payday loans. You do, <laughs> doing all of this stuff just because you have a strong craving for it. And the thing with cravings is like, you know, you're going to pay for it. It's going to cost you, right? Because we're not saying where it's from, like, oh, I don't need it, right? So the thing is, right, the thing with the with the cravings and the hunger is that, you know, in a natural sense, we cannot survive without food, right? In the natural sense, we can't survive without food. We need food, right? but we can survive from our cravings. Have you ever told yourself no when you were craving something, right? Like a strong desire. Did you ever tell yourself, nope, I'm not gonna have it. I'm not even gonna go that way. <laughs> it's hard, right? Because your mind, 
your body, you know, it's just like, I got to have it, right? You made a plan for it. You, you know, I'm going to have it. And then it's like, you know, I, you, you, you made it up in your mind that you can't survive without having this. Oh, I need to have this. You know, it's this or nothing. I'm not about to accept nothing else. I, I'm going to have this and that's it. Right. <laughs> but like I said, we can't survive without food. So that means things that you need. Right. So, you know, the thing what happens with extreme hunger is that, you know, like I said about being hangry. Right. You get um, shaky and you get irritable. You get irritated, you know, and shaky. So a lot of us out here, right, we're, we're hungry, you know, uh, I mean, really hungry where we're weak, we're not able to think, and we're shaky in our decisions, we're shaky, you know, in our path, we're shaky with our time, we're shaky, right? We don't even know what to do for our purpose. We don't know what our purpose needs because we didn't got to a state of hunger, of extreme hunger. We're, we, we're just trying to... To, to have something and go after something quick that would just solve that irritability and that shakiness. Nothing that will provide longevity for our bodies or for anything, our lives, our future, right? And, you know, I'll go a step further. We're not in that state of hunger. We're not able to discern the will of God. We're not able to discern the will of God for our lives, Right? Because we didn't, we didn't got to a state of hunger, you know, we didn't got into the state like, well, what, you know, what happened, you know, I'm about to get into it. You know, we, we've been waiting, to, we've waited too long and now we're in the state of hunger that could have been prevented if we would have just spiritually been in the space to, to feed, to eat, Right. So now we don't even know what to do. What this is, we don't even know where this hunger come from. Like, why, why do I want this so bad? Why do I need this so bad? Right? So we just we just lose all senses because we waited too long to eat. Right? You know, and God wants us to always commune with him. You know, he wants us to always eat, eat his word. Eat, you know, when I say word, I mean through prayer through you know just you know it's studying through that worship he you're eating you're eating of the living god right you're eating from him you're eating so when you become that state of hungry right lad so hungry you get to that state of hunger and then now you're not able to make decisions you you know how y'all we get when we we get too hungry we're gonna eat anything right and it may not be necessarily healthy, you know, you, you, maybe you're supposed to eat a salad, go home, eat a salad, but because the cheeseburger place is right there, we're going to eat a cheeseburger instead, right? But how did you get to that state? You were not feeding yourself. You, you let yourself go hungry all day. You know, like some of us in the spirit, you let, we let ourselves go hungry all week, Right. You ain't picked up the Bible. You ain't picked up the word. Not once. You ain't prayed. You ain't worship. You ain't did nothing. Then you wondering why you so hungry and why you picking anything. You're making wrong choices. Right. You're feeding yourself with social media. You're feeding yourself from just maybe spending too much time with your friends. So now you now you're starting to crave something. Right. 
that's not that's out of the will of God because now this hunger has turned into an intense, urgent, or abnormal desire or longing. Right? Like when people have pika and eat chalk or paper. Yeah. Because now, and then, you know, I don't know if you guys seen that show where those people would have those abnormal um, cravings, like those, you know, <laughs> I forgot what show it is. Y'all can put it in the comments if y'all know. Um, and they will be like, they like, you know, eating, eating mattresses. I remember this lady, she wanted to eat a mattress. Like, girl, why you eat this mattress? But because her, her body, you know, probably lacked something. And then also it's probably with something else too going on. But she was eating mattress. You know, some people just eat pickles. They want to eat pickles all day. You know, I don't know. But it's like, we're you know, God wants us in a place of discerning his will so we know what to eat, right? We're going around in circles, going around in cycles, right? With the trying to replace these things, right? Instead of asking God, what is your will? What do you want me to do, Right? So, and this is so interesting, right? Um, we talked about this in Sunday school at my church, right? Um, we talked about the children of Israel. You know, this could be found in Exodus. I don't I don't uh, believe talking on here and believe people know where I'm coming from or, or where to look, but it's in Exodus <laughs> in the Bible. So these children of Israel, you know, they've been cutting up. They constantly cut up. They constantly are not satisfied. They're constantly always wanting something. They're constantly always complaining, you know, about something, you know, to the point, you know, at, at one point, you know, started, they wanted water, right? And so the Lord, you know, turned the, the bitter water into sweet water, right? That wasn't it. They want to complain about something else. Okay, now we want bread. We hungry. So, you know, here comes this manna from heaven, Right? That, then they got tired of that real quick. Now we want some meat. <laughs> we we want some meat, right? And they were memorizing or going back thinking about, okay, well, I remember when we had meat and, and bread or something in Egypt, like the pot. Oh my goodness, right? They, they remembering places where they were in bondage. Yes, you might have had what you craved, but look where you was at. You was in bondage and didn't even you you did maybe didn't like doing certain things while you were in bondage, but you were in bondage. So you mean to tell me you want to go back to that pot of meat and that bread and whatever else they was eating. And you didn't even you just overlooking and dismissing that you were in bondage. Right. You forgot you was in bondage, <laughs> but just as long as you can have that. You were okay with it. So think about that in the spirit with a lot of things that we do, right? You might want a car, a house or whatever. But like I said about financial things, you're doing what you can to get that. And then now you're just in this 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 financial place. But just because it looks good and, it, and it's, it's satisfying a craving, you're in bondage, right? You're really not in freedom, Right? So um, this is from a quote from an article. I forgot to put what article I got it from. But um, the delicious pot of meat your flesh craves will lead you right back into slavery. So we have to be careful of what we crave. 
You have to be careful to not let those hunger pains go so long, right? Go so long without giving it the nutrients. You guys know our body, it operates it operates off of nutrients. We are never, our bodies were never purposed to survive off of junk, right? You can have it and it tastes good, but is it really a fuel or is it really benefiting your body like it should? It's not. It's only temporary satisfaction. That's sugar. You keep eating that sugar, right? You're going to end up having diabetes, <laughs> right? You keep, you know, spending money. You keep doing this. You're going to be broke, right? And have nothing to show. You're, you're going to have something. But then it's like, is it worth it, you know, and the reason why you did it in the first place, right? So, yeah, them children of Israel was a mess. So I thought it was funny and I kind of chuckled. You know, in Sunday school, when we were talking about that, and my thing is that everything that God wanted to do is like it wasn't enough, right? Like it was always something that they wanted, but they were not satisfied with their needs being fulfilled, right? So sometimes we got to understand sometimes that's not just necessarily hunger, that's just cravings, right? So, as, as I asked you guys in the beginning to note that, you know, anything that you have a, a, a list for God. Go to him. I challenge you. Go to him and ask, you know, and try to decipher. Is this a, is this really what I need in your will? Or is it because I'm just craving this, right? And God help me with my cravings. Where did it come from, right? So, you know, they were not satisfied from the bread from manna. I mean, the, the manna from heaven, basically bread. So my thing is, is like God is performing this miracle, and we're still complaining. We're not saying, oh, my God, you know, because that doesn't happen every day. Imagine you seeing some bread, something to eat coming from heaven. You'll eat it, but then you'll be, then you over there complaining about, well, God, well, that was okay. Let me get some meat. But you forgetting like this bread came out of nowhere, right? And we just said we were hungry, you know, and God gave us bread. And what do we do? We complain right? Because we got to a point where, you know, God just isn't enough anymore. And I, I want us to really think about that, you know, um, where you are in life, are you in a state of mind where you feel that God is not enough for you anymore? That's a, that's a dangerous place. Because then you're going to constantly reach for stuff, get yourself in situations, you know, find yourself out of the will of God, right? So um, flesh is hard to break. <laughs> right. I bet that manna was extra hot, was extra good. <laughs> Probably was baked from the sun. Right. <laughs> I, I bet it was. And it probably was good to them in that day or whatever that they ate it. But then when that was gone, then, well, that was OK, but it's not compared to what we had in bondage. And it's like, now, wait a minute. <laughs> God gave you something that you needed and that wasn't enough. And really why he has you in the wilderness is because I really want you to hunger after me. You're hungry for everything else, but you're not hungry. You, you keep asking stuff. You keep asking my hand. But you're not seeing that I'm doing this because I love you. I'm doing this because I want you close to me, right? They didn't see that. 
weren't trying to see it. They have a taste. They didn't, they didn't have a hunger for God. And a lot of us that are having these pains, we don't under these hunger pains are not understanding that we are hungry. That hunger comes from God, God pulling on you, right? You're hungry and you weary time and time and time again, because you're absent of purpose. You're absent of God, right? You're absent of that because you're not talking to him. So now it's leaving you shaky, irritable, weak. But we think it's always something else. And then when we get it, we get tired of it real quick, like the children of Israel. Right? I'm saying. So, you know, and the thing is, is that um, it's hard to decipher. Right? It's hard to decipher if it's something like, oh my goodness, like, why am I feeling like this? Something must be wrong. Cause like I said, when I was in that space, in that middle space, in that middle ground, that's how I was. I didn't know what it was, but nothing hit the spot. I'm like, I need, I was just so frustrated. I was so empty. I didn't know what it was. And I, I just wanted to not feel empty. I just wanted to not be that hungry. But when I came to God, then I was like, okay, that's what I want. I'm hungry for him and I'm going to go after him because now, now I've detected what was leaving me empty. I was absent of the father, right? Oh, see, I just read that manna means portion. Give us today our daily bread, our daily portion of what God is providing us, right? And a lot of us are not satisfied with our portion of the day. Y'all heard me say that before, time and time again. Be grateful that God is giving you your portion for the day. That means he knows that that is enough. Right? But we want more. Where did that come from? That came from the world. Right? He tells you don't desire the things of the world. He tells you to be in it, but not of it. Because you're going to have these ungodly desires, these ungodly cravings, right? But you're not satisfied with the portion that God gives you. And I mean, this portion is enough, but it's not enough because we're, we're you know, a lot of us are infiltrated with, with the world. And you notice, look, at it's always something new. It's always something exciting. It's always something that's out there for us to buy, for us to eat, for us to wear, for us to look, for us to, it's always something, right? No one is content. No one is content. And just, you know, just in a place of contentment, you know, you you, you could be in a season where, you know, yeah, my house is pretty, pretty, you know, it's, 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 I don't need all the rooms. I don't need all of that. It's fine. But when you see something, now all of a sudden, what you have is not enough, right? But God has just told you, hey, this is enough. Like, this is enough. You really think about it. This is really enough for you. This is your portion, right? So then I wrote down that scripture. This is 1 John 2, 15 and 17. For everything in the world, the craving of a sinful man, the lust of his eyes, and the boasting of what he has and does comes not from the Father, but from the world, right? I'll read that again. First John 2, 15 through 17. For everything in the world, the craving of sinful man, the lust of his eyes and the boasting of what he has and does comes not from the father, but from the world. 
So if you're wondering why you're so hungry, why you're so depleted, what are you feeding yourself with and who is serving it to you? On a, on a platter, a nice platter. Who's serving it to you? It's obviously not nutritious and what you need because you keep on being hungry. I mean, you just, I mean, it's just, keep, it, it, it ignited something in you, right? It started like, you know how when you taste something, whatever, you can never go back. You can never go back because you tasted it. You know, but God tells you in his word, taste and see that the Lord is good right taste him and see but we too busy tasting things of the world and thinking that's it and the be all and it's leaving us depleted but god says taste taste and see that the lord is good right who's feeding it to you somebody feeding you something you thinking this yeah but you're not the, and then you wondering why you so depleted and you so weak like you can't bust a grape in a fruit fight like something that you always going through something always happening right like why does all this stuff keep on happening because <laughs> you keep letting toxicity you keep letting these things of the world that ain't gonna last past this level and past this realm feed you and deceiving you into thinking that it is enough right listen you in my business. I was just saying, I've been really feeling like I need more of him. Yeah. More, more, more. And it's like you get so full. And even when you are full, you want you want more. Right? And it's good for you. You don't encounter God and be in the same state of mind you were in. It's like it's level to level. Faith to faith, glory to glory. It, he'll just keep taking you levels, right? You're not going to go back to that place of depletion where you was. It's like, okay, God, I'm hungry for more because the depths of God is deep, right? You will never get enough, right? Well, that's all I'm saying, right? We, we, we don't know what we're hungry for and people are hungry for God. They don't know that they are because this world is pacifying them. This world is like a pacifier in a lot of our mouths, right? It's just pacifying us. It's not even fulfilling a, a, a need that we need to, you know, need to fulfill. It's just not. It's just a pacifier, right? Just to keep, just to keep our mouths closed, to keep us doing what we need to be doing, getting our purpose. It's a pacifier. Hunger, hungry for let me see uh hungry for god for through authenticity i'm saying i'm saying so i i don't know it was just something i want to bring this up because this was something that you know i mean this was a state that i was in right i was um <laughs> hungry for god for truth authenticity i got you <laughs> you know that's the state where i was at right I could not detect why I just, I'm so hungry and I'm so weak, right? Like I was in a space of depression where my mind went another place and I'm just like, how did I get here, right? And I opened up the scripture, you know, it's my scripture, Psalm, Psalm 24, right? Because I needed something, 
And that's what kind of fed me for a while. <laughs> but you know what? I couldn't get the gist of it be totally. It's but because I wasn't choosing him at the time, right? Wait, it wasn't Psalm 24, Psalm 20. Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? Because I was in a fearful space. I was in a dark, fearful space. Nothing was panning out. Nothing was working out. I'm reaching out for this and that. And it's it's not fulfilling me. It's, I feel like, if, if anything, it's draining me. <laughs> it's draining me dry. Like, I, Lord, I'm just tired of being empty. I'm tired of my stomach never becoming full. And when I got to that part where, okay, I was able to find and, and locate God and got a piece of him, I tasted him. Then I'm just like, oh, I got full. This is so good. I want more. I want to feed on you now. I want to get full off you now. This stuff ain't even close to what I want no, no more. I don't, I don't want no more because ain't nothing compared to how this, because I tasted the other stuff. But this is top tier. What they be saying is top tier. <laughs> Jesus is top tier, right? Because I've tasted him. I, I desired him. And that's the thing. You can't even just, that's why just going to church don't work. You can't just go to church and sit there and act like you're going to have osmosis, right? That God is just going to seep through you. You got to crave, you got to hunger and thirst for him, right? It's not going to just seep through because you're just coming to church. You got to be hungry for him. It's got to hit your heart or you'll just be just going to church. Just saying. So I put, do we know if, uh, yeah, do we know if the pains we feel are coming from the world, right? Or, or the, oh Lord, see, this don't make no sense. Me not reading my hand right in too fast. Or the ability to fulfill the will of the father or the, you know, so you got to think about that. Why are you hungry? Right? You know, um, is it coming from the world, you know, and you keep on being hungry or, you know, are you able to discern that I need to fulfill the will of the father? Right. Yes, the things of the world just don't do it. Never fulfill satisfying. You always feel empty every time. Like I said, this is a testimony of myself. I know I ain't telling y'all nothing that I didn't read. I didn't study. This is a testimony. I know how empty I felt. And when I found God, it was nothing like it. I don't want none of that stuff no more. I don't want it. It's going to just cause my heart to break. You know, it's going to leave me spent. It's going to leave me tired, broke, busted, and disgusted. Right? <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to go through that no more. God, I tasted you and you didn't did. Hey, I want more right so i came to god i was hungry you know and i my target was my target was focused i, I know what i'm hungry for i'm hungry for god right it's saying so uh joshua 24 15 and this came from a, a devotion like y'all i encourage y'all y'all go listen like to ross 
or whatever, they have such good, reasonably priced journals and, and a lot of devotions. Just start picking them up, right? I don't know. Did I get this from Ross? Yes, I did. It's right here on the sticker. I got it from Ross, and I, I love to pick up a good devotional and pick up a scripture, and it will take me places, right? All it takes is just one scripture, and I mean, it has my mind going the whole day. So in one of the devotions, it says, it says coming from Joshua 24 and 15, but if serving the Lord, Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my house, household, you will serve the Lord, right? So a lot of us, it's, it's undesirable for us to serve the Lord. You know, um, it's just the idea of serving the Lord is undesirable, but you, you're hungry, right? You're hungry, but I don't want that like the children of Israel. I'm hungry, but I don't want that that you giving me. I don't want that, right? I don't want that bread. I'm tired of that bread now, right? Because Serving God was undesirable for them. They, they only wanted God because of his hand. They only wanted God to bring him, bring them out of stuff, right? To provide for them. You know, let's bring it modern day. They only wanted God to pay their car note, pay their rent, give them a house, right? Put them in a career, give them a position, right? Make them well known amongst men right but not did not desire just being in the presence of god desiring his will for your life like it may not be what you pictured in your mind that you wanted to do but it's in the will of, of the father you know and my thing is when god gives you something to do especially your purpose you're gonna love it because you're wired to love it you're wired for that purpose so it's gonna click right it's what you're made for i mean cl clear and simple you'll know when you found purpose because you feel alive you it, it, it like it gives you breath right it fulfills your hunger <laughs> you're not that hungry and thirsty for anything else because oh this is what I was wired to do. It's fulfilling everything, right? I'm happy. This is filling me up. Let me continue to work this purpose. The reason why I'm on this earth, because it's giving me life. I live to wake up in the morning to do this, to do that, to speak, to minister, whatever, right? To encourage. You'll find it. And that's why you're hungry. All in a nutshell for me to just to say, you know, you're hungry because God is trying to pull you, right? To talk to him, but you got to desire him, right? And then that purpose will start coming, right? <laughs> that used to be my mom's favorite one. As for me and my house, that's it. That's it. <laughs> so I thank you guys for tuning in. That was it. I didn't think I was going to do that whole hour, but you know, that was definitely a word that God was giving me about just um, basically bring awareness of where the hunger pains are coming from. If you're feeling empty, you know, this is a good time more than 
any season to see, you know, ask God those questions. You know, we talk about asking God the hard thing. That's the hard thing. God, what am I on this earth to do? Right? And you may not get an immediate answer, but he'll start giving you things to do and sending you places to be, you know, <laughs> and sending you places to be, right? Where the, you know, your purpose will start where you will get prepared for your purpose, right? Because yes, we're wired for our purpose, but because we are in this bed of flesh, things got to die and get worked out of us, right? So we can become effective for the kingdom of God. You know, we're wired to do, we can do it, but there are some areas we need to work on. So, you know, don't um, despise small beginnings because it has a purpose, it has a reason. You know, if God doesn't tell you immediately, you're not gonna find, like, listen, it took me such a while to, to find purpose <laughs> right to find purpose and like i said I'm, t I'm not telling you guys anything that i don't know but what i did was always submit it try to submit myself and obey like god this don't make no sense why you got me over here why you want me to do this but in hindsight i'm like thank you god because it prepared me right like why am i doing this this ain't got nothing to do with what you want me to do. Yes, it do. Because it's working something out of you. <laughs> yes, it do. He's sitting there like, yes, it do. Because it's working something out of you, right? <laughs> so I thank you guys for tuning in. And um, like I said, I went live on Instagram. I don't know why. I, I still be trying to have y'all like in these little, in these mediums or whatever. Um so this is my first time going live on instagram um i just be want to be hit but sometimes but just to expand you know and um try it out for a minute to see because i always advertise on instagram so i'm like i never go live on instagram so that's why i'm looking because i have an ipad and then i'm on here because like i said Streamyard has not added instagram to the thing to the lineup so thank you guys for tuning in and you guys know what i have to do every time you know, um, if I'm speaking for God, I have to, you know, offer Christ, offer his son, you know, um, that that was sacrificed. You know, he gave his own life, laid it, laid it down, you know, for, for us, right? I have to offer it because people just sometimes nowadays making it so complicated to be saved, right? And it's not that complicated you know, as far as that, it's just basically it's a heart thing. Um, I just want to get this banner off of here really quick. So you go to Romans 10 and 9. Um, it, it says that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. Um, that's all. It's a heart thing. Is you believing, right, um, in what happened and, and in Christ and you giving up your heart, giving up, you know, just, hey, I tried it my way. God, let me try you. Right. And I just wanted to say this. Holy Spirit, bring it back because I forgot <laughs> it's that quick. Um, don't. Oh, here it is. Don't worry about being fit for salvation. Right. 
you make this confession. You're like, God, I'm, I'm just in a mess. I'm in a space. Like, help me. <laughs> you know, he's not asking you to become something before you accept him. Right. He's not asking for that. He just says, hey, I did the work, you know, on the cross. I've done it. Right. I've died for your sins. I just want you to accept me in your heart. Right. So when you do that, then you can start repenting, you know, because when it deals with your heart, when you take God in your heart like that, you're going to be like, oh, my God, I'm sorry for doing this. And I, I won't do it no more, you know, because I've chose you. I've chosen you and I want to do better. And that doesn't mean that you'll never make mistakes. Right. It just means that he's going to be with you along the way. Right. Because you chose him. Right. So I thank you guys for tuning in. Um, like I said, this does um, get uploaded to my podcast, uh, which is Songs of My Emotions. And you can access it through any platform, you know, um, that you listen to your podcast. And you can also click the link on Instagram on the in the bio. So I'm glad that you guys tuned in on Instagram and those who are watching the replay. And so I will see you guys next week. All right. Thank you.